is Nikki Rapp, the voice of Lily from Telltale's The Walking Dead. And you're listening to Entertainment Talks, The Walking Dead UK podcast. Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast. It's Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead on AMC and Star on Disney Plus. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is David. How's it going? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. This is season eleven, episode twenty. What's been lost, David? What did you think of this episode? Um, another solid episode. I thought it had some nice zombie bits and pieces in there this week. Uh, we got a few key characters knocked off, uh, which, you know, given that we're coming to the end of the season, that's that seems fair enough. Although not the main gang, they were mainly the villains. So, um, yeah, I thought I thought that was good. We're, we're seeing a much more villainous side to um, the the governor of uh, the Commonwealth. She's really starting to show her colours. So that's quite cool. Uh, Pamela's, yes, definitely getting worse. I think it's fair to say. Uh, they are doing a reasonable job of putting the the characters that we know don't have plot armor in certain amounts of jeopardy as well, which is interesting. Uh, the the legal thing that has now popped up with Yumiko, I thought was is is something that we've not really seen in the Walking Dead before, understandably, because there's not really been any laws in the Walking Dead before. So uh, that that's going to be intriguing to see how that plays out. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to where they go with this. I think it, they, this was a, a solid episode. Mm-hmm, certainly. Um, yeah, I thought this was a good one. Um, I thought it's, you know, leading to some interesting places. We're getting towards the end game, you know, with four episodes. I think four episodes left now. Um, yeah, 21, 22, 23, 24. Um, yeah. So not got long left, which is, which is strange. But, um, I mean, we've got the spin-offs coming up and, and that sort of stuff. But... Uh, yeah, I thought the way that the Lance thing was handled was quite good. Um, I like seeing Pamela on screen. I think she's a very uh, compelling character. Um, yeah, some good zombie stuff, like you mentioned, and uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was quite good. I like the stuff with Yumiko as well and, and Eugene. That was pretty decent. Um, and then the end of the episode was was kind of strange. Um, and we'll see where they're where they're going mm. with that. Um, they're hinting at where they where they're going with it, but we'll see where they are. Um, I still need to at some point sit down for a couple of hours and finish off reading the book because it is kind of annoying. I'm annoying myself, I suppose, by by not reading it. Um, and then just you know see where the rest of this goes. Um, which I will definitely try to do before we watch the last episode, certainly. Um, but because uh, I've got about just under half of the last book left, so. Um, yeah, maybe try and try and do that before we get to the end. Yeah. Um, but I thought this was a good episode, and we'll get more into things in the. Uh, I mean, the, you had some eventful stuff, like you know, with Lance and with the ending. Um, the rest of the episode was kind of a build-up to it, which was which was again done pretty well. Um, 
so yeah, we'll talk about it more obviously in the recap in a minute. Let's do some housekeeping and then we'll get into that. We'll see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcast and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, did a couple of episodes yesterday. Um, Warner Brothers decided to post some news, and so did Henry Cavill. So I did a double-sided kind of DC Talk episode. Uh, James Gunn and Peter Seffron are going to be leading DC, so I had some thoughts on that. And there was an article that was released with uh, different quotes, so I um, went through some of that. Talks about all of that and everything. Some people are happy, some people are confused, some people are annoyed, but that's the internet, I suppose. Uh, and then also talked about the future of Superman. Um, <laughs> Henry Cavill himself and various other people uh, have come out to say that Henry Cavill is back. He himself posted an Instagram video where he very clearly said the words that he's back as Superman, so discuss the future of that character, uh, what you could do, and directors, and you know, all that type of stuff. Um, so, talked about all of that, so that was good to do. Over on the other horror side of things, American Horror Stories 
Season 2 finished recently and I managed to get through the 8 episodes. Um, Very much did not enjoy that season of TV for different reasons. Um, What I basically did with that podcast is not a specific spoiler free section but more of a sort of overview of the season. And then in the second half of the episode uh, in the podcast like break down the the bits of the the episode. So I I spent sort of five minutes-ish talking about each episode and the the various different bits. Um, So talked about all of that and that was American Horror Story season two I believe American Horror Story comes back soon as well so they're sort of swapping in and out how they usually do uh gaming talk this week we talked about G4 shutting down and the different conversations around that Silent Hill is back after a long time um they're going to be remaking the second game and also making a new game and I talked about some stuff with uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 as well so we talked all about that I went and saw Black Adam the newest, the speaking of DC, the newest edition in the DC EU. I didn't quite like it. Uh, spoke about it also on Geek Town. Um, but mm-hmm. did a full review over obviously <coughs> on Entertainment Talk with a skip rating. Did a spoiler-free, spoiler-split section with that. So obviously in the spoiler section, dug into all of the things that didn't really work. As talked about all of that. Uh, over on the United cast, a very, very dramatic game. 1-1 against Chelsea. Um, deserved to be a draw. It was a nil-nil looking game. Uh, Chelsea got an unfortunate, or it's a lucky penalty in the last five minutes. And then in the last added time, six minutes, Casemiro scored a very dramatic first goal. Which just about went over the line. So we, we, we earned ourselves a draw. So a very dramatic game. So things to talk about over there. Uh, Man United will be playing again on Thursday and then on Sunday, so that's all we'll be covering those games. Um, and that is what we've been doing recently on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Let's get into this recap. After realising that all of their loved ones had been abducted by the governor, even Dog, apparently as well, uh, Daryl and Carol teamed up to spring Lance uh, from prison. Once he'd led them to the location from which they could follow the Commonwealth train uh, to their friends ad family, they could set the scale jewel free. But um, but they didn't run the mega community with him. Uh, not so much. Uh, there's a couple of little set pieces in here. There's a very long attempt at a strangle scene where Daryl's on the floor for like five minutes. And uh, some guy's trying to get him. Um, he re- This guy really does look like he's got the upper hand on Daryl for a bit. Yeah. Like Daryl's trying a few different things. <laughs> it's like, you know, spin-off. Um, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. It's the only problem with that is like, yeah, you, 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 could, you can make it look like Daryl's going to lose that all you like. But we know he's not. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a double-sided thing, right? Like, we, we know he's not going to die because of spin-off. It also would be a weird way for Daryl to go out. Yes. So, th- th- this I I suppose this is more about sort of, um, how is we know we know how he's going to get out of it, but how is he going to get out of it? Because he looks like his big, you know, um, uh, the other guys in control basically. Um, I didn't quite like how like oh Carol just saves the day like Daryl can't get out of it. I I'm not always a fan of that in in entertainment. Like yeah. how one character's in trouble and predictably, oh, another character comes up behind them and uh, bashes them over the head, and then that's it. So, um, wasn't a terrible thing. It's just it, it's a bit of a cliche kind of thing to, yes. to to do. It also kind of this doesn't really say Daryl's too weak and he can't get out of it. It just I don't know. Carol Cubsoga sorts it out. So, um, that was all of that. Um, yeah, we haven't seen Dog for a long time. 
either, have we? Um, no. It's been... I don't know. Have we seen Dog this season? I can't remember when it, when we last saw yeah, we Dog. We must have seen him at some point. I can't remember. Yeah. I don't, think it, was of... a, don't yeah. think it was the last section of eight episodes. Might have been the first section of eight episodes. But... It would have been hilarious if we'd seen him actually on the train at the end with a bag over his head like everybody else. That would have been right. really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um have to time down in a different way i suppose yeah. um but uh any thoughts on this like kind of opening this is when they also get to lance's cell um and it's interesting what happens here with sebastian as well because because it is clear that okay the um calhoun person um they fed him to sebastian and lance yeah. has kind of lost his mind uh any any thoughts on kind of the opening here with lance and that yeah, no, I mean, we kind of got to see the aftermath of that. And, uh, you know, Daryl eventually puts um, Sebastian completely down, which, I mean, he's already dead, obviously. But, yes, you know, that, that's that I thought made perfect sense. Um, what I did like is the the kind of conversation where they're, they're trying to sort of escape and Carol suddenly goes, well, there is somebody else. And Daryl goes, Lance, and she's like, you know, you could see her kind of going, oh, mm. God, I've got to go and talk to that guy again. You know, that was, I thought, was really fun. And, and you know, it's it's a really nice little subtle bit of acting that I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, the other thing which he does mention in here is the fact that the Commonwealth has a train. Which I don't think we knew before this. So, nope. Um, I was going to bring that up more at the end when it gets yeah. mentioned by Lance because there's some uh, um, somebody sent in a question about that as well regarding yeah. Eugene. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the start, and it says here sleazy comes, sleazy go. Not after, not long after Sunday's episode of The Walking Dead, revealed that Lance hadn't actually been killed by a zombified Sebastian last week, but had just fed Calhoun's remains to the reanimated corpse. Um, of Pamela's son, um, then it's put an end to the uh, mis- the connivers' miserable life for real. Um, so yeah, there's the thing to do with Lance um, Sebastian's head later, because when Pamela goes to see him later, his head's a bit more damaged than. Because mm. um, all, all Daryl does in 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 this scene, at least the the one we're talking about now, is stab him in the head, and then that's it. Um, yeah. so, yeah, um, but yeah, they're basically getting to a situation where, yeah, um, Calhoun gets fed to, to him, um, and then Sebastian just kind of, uh, crawling around in there, so, um, again, this is very, very different to what happens in the comic books, um, so I found that, uh, interesting, and we, it's interesting that last week, we are kind of trying to, uh, figure out, you know, um, okay, what what's like the deal here? Because Pamela sort of set this all up. What does she want to sort of happen? Um, I'm kind of glad we solved it in one episode, though. Um, I mean, we are running out of episodes, so yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anything? anything what, what did you think of the um, injury thing with Sebastian? Yeah, I I noticed that that his his head was rather more mashed up than um. It, possibly should have been i mean unless the rats got to it possibly i don't know i'm not entirely mm. sure why it was you know less uh yeah I, I don't know i'm not entirely sure what happened there but yes it it, it certainly looked a lot more messed up than uh daryl just sticking a knife through it so mm-hmm. certainly 
uh, back in the CW, not the channel, the Commonwealth. <laughs> um, there was a. By the way, that reminds me. There's a shot of. I can't remember who it was. I think Eugene. Was it Eugene? Um, someone who was in a prison cell. And I swear on the back of this person, their thing says CW, because obviously Commonwealth, and then there was a, like, um, I can't remember what it was, there was something, like, in between the CW, and then there was a, a lettering on the back that said DC, because there, there's the, uh, what's the place called that's in, um, obviously DC is the, the place from America, isn't it? Um, yeah. But that was, because... C CW the D the DC channel, uh, the the way that shot kind of lined itself up was interesting, but obviously it doesn't mean anything like that. Um, but back in the <coughs> Commonwealth, Yumiko was horrified to learn that Pamela was using uh, her loved ones as leverage um, to force her um, of all people to prosecute Eugene. So yeah, it was it was the the Eugene shot uh, like of his back. Obviously, it's a I think it was like the prison outfit or something that he had on. Uh, Yumiko thought that there might be. A way out of the mess um, when a chance encounter with Connie, um, finally seeing her properly, um, put the attorney on the trail of one of the governor's henchmen. But alas, she was busted um, and made to take part in Pamela's press conference. A funny thing happened along the way, though. Yumiko overheard a trooper's radio um, that the soldiers who'd been pursuing Daryl, Carol, and Lance had been killed. Uh, so newly uh, anointed. Rather than announce she's be prosecuting Eugene Yumiko, announced that she's def she'll be defending him. Um, it's a bit of a, a bit of political kind of um, uh, walking dead stuff going on there, but in terms <laughs> of like podiums and you know press conferences and things like that, we've we've had politics in the Walking Dead from the beginning, but um, this is like obviously press conference type stuff. Um, did you notice the shot of Eugene's back at all? <laughs> I didn't the... notice that. No. Okay. But uh, they keep they keep bringing up like CW and then obviously DC's where where's this kind of at? Um, yeah, it's interesting to see the Walking Dead kind of try to handle this type of thing because as I said, there's been politics in this from the beginning, right? Um, we like the kind of this because there's lots of different ways you can approach politics in stories, um, and it's amazing by the way the amount of people that that watch and play certain things. And like, hey, get politics out of this thing or that thing, and don't realize that it was like already in it. Yeah. Um, like, like somebody, I'm sure they were joking. Somebody the other day was because they were talking about the Modern Warfare Two campaign, and um, there's like this missile strike thing that happens. And like, hey, get get politics out of my Call of Duty. It's like, um, <laughs> it's it's a war game. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were joking, but anyway, um, what do you think of Walking Dead's like? Because this is more deliberately political storytelling um like you know with essentially like mp style thing on 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 podiums and and that type of stuff uh what do you think of how walking dead has kind of handled that well, so it, far i guess it's an interesting one because yeah the the whole point of the commonwealth is it's supposed to be this um you know more like the old world society you know and it has these laws and but this is clearly a kind of kangaroo court of, you know, um, as Yumiko can see, it's Pamela sort of trying to cover and blame Eugene for everything to clear her son's name and retain power. So, you know, it's clearly she knows what's going on. She, Yumiko plays this so well, though, yeah. uh, because she 
makes sure her brother is safe by having him in the audience and then highlighting him as to how important he is to the community. So it's going to look very, very suspicious if there is any retaliation against her brother or if he vanishes for some reason, Um, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really clever. So you've got sort of that side of things and the, you know, everybody else has been captured already. So yes, that's a bit of a gamble and she might not be able to sort of, you know, she might have put them more at risk, but there's no guarantee that Pamela would um, hold up her end of the bargain anyway at the end of that, you know, um, she's already got the people she could get Yumiko to do this and then kill them all anyway. So it's a calculated risk in that point, I think. Um, But the one person that hasn't been caught that she can make sure is still safe and has some armor around him is her brother, Tommy. And does she, she does a really good job with that. I thought it's a very clever bit of political maneuvering. So I, I, really like what they did with this i i you know and um yeah it's it sort of shows this side of the commonwealth where it's trying to be this um sort of old world entity but at the end of the day it's the governor with slightly more polish you know (laughs) yeah kind of yeah yeah um again it's very interesting across walking dead uh, of like the different types of villains that we've had um like the different personalities the different yeah. goals um i mean some people i remember some people said before like how similar governor and negan are but they, they they operate very differently and then you go over to like pamela and lance and al- although lance has got governor traits about him he's still different um and then you go over to obviously like alpha beta they're like completely different uh, types of villains. So, um, one thing I want to mention as well with Co- with Connie. So you got like the the Connie Kelly Luke. Obviously, we've seen Yumiko, and you got Magna. Those were kind of the the group of what was it five that came in at once. Um, Luke, we haven't seen for ages. Um, he's not dead. They've not shown him on screen to be dead, but he's not been in it. No, um, he's in the Oceanside apparently. Yeah, yeah, we we just haven't seen him, but um. With uh, so y- Yubiko's getting the most screen time out of those. I can't remember where we saw Magna last time, but she's not died, has she? N- none of those characters have died, have they? Um, Connie and Kelly, we seed bits of because I remember when they did the uh, the protests, um, and they were yeah. kind of there as well. And obviously, you have the um, subtitles and things, which obviously you do. Um, I kind of hoped with those two characters because I thought I, th- I can't remember if it was last season or the one before. When, like, um, specifically with Connie and Daryl, how you started building up a bit more of, like, a friendship. Some people will say relationship, and if you think that's more relationship, that's fine if you want to ship them. Um, They have a ship name, but I've forgotten what it is, so... um, Because, of course, everybody does. Um, I don't know, it just... Obviously, we focus a lot on the Commonwealth, and we've only got a few episodes left. I just wonder when we get to the end of this, and some characters have got spin-offs. Um, if there's going to be any characters that feel shortchanged, mm. I suppose like 
because it's a bit of a double-sided thing where okay the show ends and we've got the five is it five yeah five characters that are going to go off to their own spin-offs because we still don't really know what's going to happen to carol um and you'd they'd have to have changed course at some point with that i still don't think carol's going to die but no um they they yeah she's not obviously in the spin-off um, and obviously you've still got the opportunity of like you've got the Tales show, um, doing whatever you're doing with Fear. I mean, two Walking Dead characters have crossed over to Fear because of other reasons. So you could still have like, you know, let's say Ezekiel or Connie or Kelly or Yumiko or Magda or any like Jerry or Aaron or anybody. There's still quite a few characters. I just hope none of them feel sort of shortchanged. But then I suppose because you've got to have an ongoing franchise... Because um, even once we get to those spin-offs and sp- finish those, there's still going to be more Walking Dead shows. Um, so they, they, there's always opportunity for them to appear in, appear in other stuff. Um, it's just we don't know how that's going to play out. Uh, what, what do you think of like any characters potentially getting shortchanged? I think it's inevitable there will be one or two characters that don't quite get as much as an ending as as maybe you would hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, arguably Luke's been a bit shortchanged this season because he hasn't been in it most of it, um, but he's still a character which is alive. So, I mean, we're already seeing a certain amount of that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's I, I, I don't expect them to be able to fully cover absolutely every character because there is a lot of characters in this. Yeah. So there's always somebody that's going to get slightly shafted, I think, by uh, when we get to the end. Um, if they do manage to cover everything, I'm pleasantly surprised. But, I, you know, I, I think it's sort of inevitable that there are going to be certain people that don't quite get as much as you would maybe want. I think mm. the main team you will you know we'll we'll get a, a solid ending to to most of the sort of larger characters it's just the the i mean there's so many in the main cast at this point it's it's difficult to know who's gonna kind of you know make it to the top and who isn't so hmm. it feels a bit like <clears throat> okay instead of seeing more of these characters and seeing them fleshed out we should just be grateful that because i like most of these characters um, and it, obviously we've got a big cast of them and they've done really well with the character development over the years. Because um, only like a few of them that I'm not as keen on, but most of these characters I really like. Is it kind of supposed to be like, I don't know, I'm, I I should be grateful that, that, that they're not, not killed off and then just like leave leave them there? Um, but I, ju- I just thought when we saw um, Connie in this episode... Um, I just kind of thought about like characters that might get shortchanged a bit. I hope she's not one of them. So, because mm-hmm. again, she's a character that I care about. It's just with, with the Daryl stuff. Um, they haven't been on screen together for like ages, uh, and they were developing yeah. something there. So, um, heck, because like like we said, I remember when we did the emergency Carol exit episode, not for this show, by the way, for for, for the spinoff. Uh, when we talked about that big news, and we said about hey, if you're doing pairs, so the other two shows have got pairs. Um, Connie could be a good um, like partner slash pair for, for him to, to have on the show. Um, I'd still like that to happen, but we'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's all of that. Um, that being the case, so this is going back to um, the Carol Lance thing. Uh, you can run, Carol said, but that's all you're going to get uh, a chance. 
Sure that he wouldn't survive on the outside, Lance instead grabbed the nearest firearm and pointed it at Daryl and Carol. Big mistake, before he could sputter a on second thought, Carol put an arrow through his neck. And that is uh, not quite the final scene of the episode. I thought it was actually going to end there. Like, you know the panning out shot of him on the floor? Yeah. I thought we were just going to cut to the credits from there. Um, there's a little bit before this as well. Um, not quite as much as terms, terms like dialogue and stuff, but there's a quite good zombie set piece. I think this is what you were referencing earlier in the uh, tunnels. And there's a walker that kind of gets its body peeled off. Yes. Uh, along with its face. I thought that was quite good. Um I kind of walked into this, not walked into this episode, that doesn't make any sense. I kind of, you know, started this episode and I thought, oh, you know, we've had the introduction of like, or reintroduction of smart walkers. What will they do this episode? I don't think there was any of them in this episode, which was a little bit disappointing. Um, Because I tried to kind of look like at this walker and normally walkers do grab anyway, don't they? They try to grab the Mm -hmm. person. Um, I don't think you had any of them here, but th- I think this was more to do with like Lance trying to run off and lie about, hey, I, you know, the light went out or whatever. I thought that you'd got whatever it was that he said that he he made up. Um, but no, I thought this was a good kind of set piece. Um, again, you have kind of the issue that um, Carol's, let's say, very like unlikely to die um, because mm-hmm. you know almost almost had a spit off, but didn't quite. <laughs> I suppose if that's what we're going with. Um, didn't think Lance was going to go here either. I just thought this was put in there for for tension, which I thought was I thought it was good entertaining stuff. I know, like we talked about earlier, with uh, Walking Dead stepping more into politics, and like overall, I think you'd look at this show and say, "Hey, it's just kind of a fun zombie show." So this was kind of getting back a bit more to that. Um, but no, I I I liked it. I thought it was a decent uh, set piece. Obviously, the highlight is the skin being sort of peeled off. Um, what did you think of this one? Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's classic sort of Greg Nicotero, what's the most gruesome way I can come up with a sort of melty zombie thing. I mean, we've seen sort of water zombies before, but never quite them sort of have that, that skin peeling off thing, which I thought was uh, was really sort of rather fun. Um, I, I like the fact that he's still coming up with ways of making kind of different sort of horrific zombie things at this point, mm-hmm. uh, even now. So uh, that was great, yeah. That was a nice sort of little zombie piece. Um, on the the Lance thing, I I'm wondering if we are going to get a zombie Lance next episode, quite possibly, because they did only shoot him in the neck. They didn't go back yeah. and stab him in the head afterwards. So that does rather imply that maybe we're going to get a zombie Lance turn up at some point. But we'll see. Hmm. Yeah. Possibly. Um. Do you think? Like, so is that? Do you think he's going to show up in in an episode? Is what you mean? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't. I, I think he's dead, but I, I oh, wouldn't yeah, yeah. surprise me if we got a a zombie Lance. Given that, um, you know, they didn't shoot him through the head, mm-hmm. so yeah. that might be good. There's probably going to be a zombie version that shows up at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of looked at this and thought, okay, like they can't see where because he was like looking around and stuff when he was walking off. Um. I thought, oh, he's gonna, is he going to try and jump in the vehicle and, like, drive off? Which I think would have almost been the smarter thing to do. At least he'd then have some cover. Yes. Um, yeah, he kind of just... I mean, he makes a dumb decision and he and he, he dies from it, so that's fine. Um, but, like... Yeah. 
Yeah, mm. interesting. Kind of, I don't think it was like a dumb death or anything like that. Um, I just thought he, I thought he would have taken cover a bit more. Yeah, but, no, uh, I mean it was, it was very. I mean, it's a lance exactly as you doing what you'd expect him to do, I think, and 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 dying for it. So, mm-hmm. on Lance as a character, though, I did find him very compelling across the seasons he was in. Um, he did bring something a bit different. Um, I do like that they had like, you know. The, the the pair of villains this time kind of with Pamela I mean Pamela's been she's turning more villainous but she's been nicer than what um yeah. Lance has it's, it's been La- quite a good transition from one to the other because yeah, Lance yeah. was certainly the bigger villain earlier on and then they, we've had this sort of transition across into Pam which you know so that I think that was quite good how they handled that mm-hmm yeah um and we were i think we were kind of predicting maybe um the second half of the season about like hey how much you know further can he can he make it he's starting to get on too many people people's uh you know bad side and that, that yeah. sort of stuff so um so yeah i uh, i thought the actor did a really good job i thought the villain was really really good um and again was something different to alpha and beta that we've that we had before so yeah that was pretty good um so yeah, uh, it, it was a great character. I thought he went out pretty, pretty decently, pretty decently. Yeah. Uh, in the in the final moments of the episode, we saw a group of Pamela's prisoners, among them Ezekiel, uh, being drugged as they were um, uh, on on the bus from the Commonwealth to another location. And uh, no, dog is not on this on this particular bus. Um, there's been a there's been a thing they have they've been building up to this in a very interesting way because even back to the um, is it the posters we first saw in like the first half of this season? Remember when Rosita went into that room a while ago, and she found those like re- rebellion type of posters. Um, and then I think from there people started going missing, and and the show was sort of slyly referencing it. And then obviously like that built up and built up. Um, and then we had the protests about it about the missing people. And now we get like more of the reveal of it. So I, I like the way that they've built up to this. I think it's been very good. Um, and we were wondering for a bit of time, like, okay, is Mercer involved in this? Like, who can we trust? And the characters were wondering the same thing. Um, what do you think they're injecting them with? Uh, um, I I was assuming that it was just something to knock them out because they, yeah, you know, to to so they don't have to deal with you know them all suddenly trying to escape and uprising right. when they're all on the bus. So I'm, th- I'm assuming that's all it is. I mean, it could mm-hmm. be something else, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who's, who's supposed to be on... The, is it like every... It's not... It wouldn't well, be... It, um, it wouldn't be Aaron and, and that group from last week because they're nowhere near the, the Commonwealth. Yeah. It's all, it's all the people in the Commonwealth, presumably minus Eugene. Um, mm-hmm. But so it'll be... It'll be... Uh, Everybody that came across from Alexandria and Hilltop, presumably, that's in the Commonwealth mm-hmm. from that group, because they did say they rounded up everybody. Yeah, yeah. So that would be that would be the kids as well, wouldn't it? Yes, presumably. The, yeah, the kids as well. Mm-hmm. So RJ and Gracie and Judith and those ones, because um, Connie managed to get away. Um, well, Mac... yeah, but Connie got picked up again. I mean, they, you know, so Connie yeah. didn't get away. Oh yeah. Um, 
So yeah, maybe we'll pick up with them next episode. And I don't... Um, again, maybe I haven't quite read read far enough. Um, I don't recall this happening in the in the comic book, so we'll see where this goes. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. Quite a uh, quite a good end to the episode. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, let's move on to some feedback, some emails. If you would like to write in, let us know what you think of the episodes, predictions, all that type of stuff, and whatnot. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's contact page and information in your show notes. Email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name. In your show notes. I can answer this first one very quickly. Josh Josh says, was Lance one of them? No, he wasn't one of them. Um, what I'll do, if if one of the two characters I've mentioned that I've read the rumours about um, die, if if they do, I must stress, you know, if, um, I'll probably mention it at the start of an episode. Just be like, hey, yeah, this is the one I... Um, read about and you know kind of, kind of take it from there so plus i can kind of talk about you know if one of those two characters dies um if it happened in the same way that i read and kind of i guess compare it from there um but no lance wasn't one of them and we're slowly running out of episodes so be interesting to see what happens with uh with that uh on to the train harrison asks um did you mention something before about Eugene and a train? It just came up in the episode. Uh, yes, there's a thing in the comic books, um, which is interesting because this, the scene in this episode doesn't reference Eugene at all. Obviously, he's in prison, so it, it wouldn't at the moment. Um, I think it's him and uh, Stephanie. Um, they, I can't remember. How, I can't remember how they find it, but they find a train, and they're mentioning to the Commonwealth soldiers. About like oh we were sent here and because they're asking like hey what are you doing out here and they're suspicious of them and Eugene mentioned Eugene mentions kind of the same thing that Lance mentions which is about you know a train in between the communities and things like that um, so I'm glad mm-hmm. they brought it up because I do remember I can't remember what it was I think the show has kind of dropped it there was something that Eugene found within the Commonwealth I can't remember what it was um, and I was I, I think I remember at the time. It was either this season or last season, saying about um, hey they give Eugene this thing and in the books he finds a train, but now they've finally got to that. Um, so once the Eugene situation is sorted out, we'll see if because um, obviously Daryl and Carol would would know about it because they were the two that were there. Um, also, the Commonwealth would know about it because there were soldiers near them as well. Um, so yeah, it's interesting that they brought that up. Obviously, that would be very, very useful, you know. Um, obviously, you'd have to try and get it to run and everything else like that. Um, maybe that's something that you could use. You could also obviously use that maybe in the spin-offs. It depends what how that's all going to work. Because again, this is like introducing stuff very late in the game. Um, but what do you do think of the the train thing that's mentioned? Do you think Eugene will get involved? Um, yeah, I mean, it it seems likely that it's something that he could get involved with, you know, presumably he, if he, um, uh, survives through everything, it sounds mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I can see him being the person in control of a train, um, you know, later on when they're maybe trying to rebuild things and it would make life a little bit easier for the spin-offs moving forward if you have a train network set up that can sort of get between more distant communities it means you could you could probably have people like drop into things like fear 
as sort of one-off things because the fear stuff is quite a long way from the main Walking Dead stuff. So, you know, if you had a train that connected down to them, you could have characters that turn up for a couple of episodes without, you know, them having to have spent months traveling across or like weeks traveling across country somewhere. So there is a possibility that that might be quite useful, Hmm. I guess. Um, So, yeah, I I can see, I can see possibilities with that. Certainly. Yeah. Um, Do you remember what it was that Eugene, I remember you found something before. Do you remember what it was? I don't know if it was like a radio or something like that. Um, he found something else in the show that he said. I remember him mentioning, like, oh, I can fix this up or something. Uh, but they, I can't they, whatever it was, they clearly haven't used it since because I can't remember what it was. So, because I remember that's the first time I brought up the whole train thing and if they were going to do something different. But hey, the show doesn't seem to be bothered about what that, what that was. So, um, a distant memory. And lastly, Darren writes it and says, what would be your dream slash perfect episode? of the walking dead Uh, i think i mentioned this before i would like and you could do this with the tales show very easily if you had so tales could set up like hypothetical scenarios as well um if you had an episode where you had carl judith rick and michonne and um obviously you'd, you'd have um chandler and you'd have kaylee and the are in Alexandria, and they're all sort of near the um, the the gate, the front gate thing of Alexandria, and they're all ha- all four of them having a little chat about something. But Judith and Carl are about to go off for a supply run. Then I'd have it so obviously they go on that supply run, um, and just a bit a bit of a you could put moments of tension. You know, one of them gets caught a bit. Not neither of them would die in the episode because why would you do that? Um, and then have them as they're like going about doing stuff and they're picking up supplies and killing walkers and stuff. Maybe coming across a couple of people, maybe that sort of thing. They could be talking about because um, they do still have history with each other because they were alive at the same time. You just had the younger version of Judith when Carl was in the show. Um, they could just talk about like I don't know, talk about what happened with the governor, talk about what happened with other things in the show because I, I like when a piece of entertainment not references itself i'm not talking about like uh fourth wall breaking and that not 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 like you know she hulk community style of storytelling I, I wouldn't expect like carl to be breaking the fourth wall but them to just talk about kind of things that have happened um the reason that would be a little bit difficult to do is because that version of i mean it would just be her older that would that would be all that you'd do. But you'd have to create a scenario where Carl obviously lives past where he didn't and was uh Rick doesn't leave. Michonne didn't leave until later anyway, she didn't leave until like season ten. So this could take place in that sort of same time period. You just you just have to change it to where Carl doesn't die, which would really change a lot. And Rick doesn't leave. Um or and also doesn't get injured or anything like that, and then to just kind of talk about, you know, what's happened in 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 the past and just have them. I, I like when characters talk about what's happened to them before, because um, some shows you have where they'll just kind of keep getting on with things and no one talks about sort of what's happened to them or anything like that. 
and then I don't know, just a, it would be a bit more of a calmer episode with moments of tension because it would be more about these two characters and their relationship, uh, their their sibling relationship, obviously. Um, and then they at the end of the episode they would come back, they would go through the gates of Alexandria, um, and then see Rick and Michonne on the other side, and then kind of you you'd kind of end it there. I know it sounds very like a bit empty and a bit casual and stuff, but the idea would be that the strength of the episode would be the dialogue between the two characters. Um, so presumably you'd want some good writers that know the show really well, uh, and you'd take it from there. Um, what do you think of that idea of the episode and what would yours kind of be? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's a tricky one to do that because you are, yeah, I mean, Tales, I suppose technically you could do, it's almost like a dream sequency thing where with Judith kind of imagining what it'd be like if Carl was still there, but... Mm-hmm. It yeah, couldn't, it couldn't be canon, obviously. Yeah. So, um, but you, you'd put it in and around. I don't know. After that little time skip in episode six, where where she appears, like you, mm-hmm. you'd do it either towards the end of that season, um, or because that's when she is older, and you do have the time skip, or you could do it the next season. Um, just in just in terms of timeline, I'm, I'm not talking about actually adding episodes to a season. Just in terms of the timeline of when it is. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you'd have to get Chandler back. Uh, I don't know what Chandler's up to these days, but um. Yeah, that's that's what uh, it's just we we in terms of like the important and the really big characters of the show uh, on this show. I know we hadn't had like the older version of Judith talk to Michonne or to Rick. Um, which that that could still happen, um, but we never got that sibling bonding thing, um, and that's that's the one area that you can't ever do. Um, what what would you what would you like for an idea of a of a Walking Dead episode? Uh, you could do I that mean, whatever you want. If uh, well, yeah, if, <laughs> if I could do whatever I want. I don't know. Um. um yeah, I'm. I'm more sort of focused on where this is gonna end right now. I mean, I I'd sort of like to see almost what the end point is for the entire universe. Uh huh. You know, um, and it's that's gonna be a sort of while off, obviously, because they're still building things out and. You know, we're going to get the end of the main show, but because they're all the spin-offs, we're not going to get a sort of solution to the zombie problem. Um, and it's difficult because the moment that they do that, you then put a sort of end point that is a sort of hard deadline that the rest of the shows would have to work towards. So if you sort of said, OK, in 2030, they find a, a, a cure for the zombie problem, then that only gives you sort of eight more years to play with, if you see what I mean. So, hmm. so I don't see them doing something like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I do sort of that. That's something around that side of things might be a sort of interesting thing. Uh, um, you know, I, 
I, I, I'm not sure. I, I just, I'd like to see a bit more sort of of the wider world. I'd love to see one set set in a different country. So it isn't, you know, I mean, I know we're getting the spinoff with Daryl in France, but maybe a sort of an entirely separate UK zombie, you know, thing set in the UK. So a sort of Walking Dead UK would mm-hmm. be an interesting one to do. Yeah. So you, you've got, you know, how a different country handles things particularly somewhere like here where guns aren't as prevalent and <laughs> y- yeah. you know so there will be different issues and different problems and also you've not got you know you're you've got different environments you've got lots of other things that you're you know it's colder and wetter over here you just give more difference <laughs> up to hang around in you know outside and so i i don't know it's the, the the something like that might be a sort of interesting thing to play with yeah yeah um yeah, we'll see uh, what they end up doing. So, um, I like that they've made the Tales series. I hope it's not just a bunch of just completely random, useless episodes, though. So, um, which I still don't think is available to buy anywhere over here. No. <laughs> so, uh, if, I mean, we're going through this show at the moment anyway, so it's it's fine. But, yeah, um, we'll, we'll see what they decide to do. Um, see, the thing is with, and I've talked about this a bit with, obviously you've had different zombie stories and they've had their own little answers to to cures um i remember speaking on the the last of us's story and i won't spoil the ending of the first game but the ending of the first game basically explores the idea of that because like you know part of the actual plot and the story of of it is obviously it's joel and ellie um ellie is the one that's immune which is the reason the story even exists because if you don't make her immune then the same story doesn't even happen um they go across the country and whatever which is where you play the game um and then they they get to the they're trying to get to this group called the fireflies um and then try to figure out what to do with with ellie's immunity there and see if they can make a cure from it and that gets explored um the game delves a lot more into like joel's fatherhood than it does the the cure the cures kind of becomes a bit of the backdrop of it um but then gets you know put at the very forefront at the end um the problem with something like that with with the cure is or or some sort of thing is if there was something like that and like how would you distribute it and how much could you make of it i suppose the problem you've got there is if you're able to make a certain amount of it and you start trying to distribute it in the world that you'd be in whether, whether you want to talk about you know fear the walking dead the walking dead the last of us whatever that those types of worlds is people are going to start killing each other for that type of stuff. Because yeah. if you've got a guy who's got, like, let's say, a family or a group of friends or something, um, and if there becomes a shortage of, I don't know, vaccines, let's say, um, one group's not going to just, like, let another group have it. Which, it, it, in of itself, that idea could be an interesting story of, like, people fighting and killing each other for the cure, but then zombies still being in the background. Um, that specific idea, I don't know if I've seen too much of before there was a show on netflix i think it was called all of us are dead it was the korean zombie show thing right that yeah. literally like almost kind of does finish at the end of season one it leaves a little thing to where they could explore and i think it did get renewed for season two even though i was not expecting that um because i don't really know what you're going to do with the season two but they kind of do that story um but uh, that did get renewed i'm not sure what they're <laughs> what they're going to do exactly there um unless they just kind of go go with whatever again um but yeah how would you how would you avoid i mean people are killing people anyway in these types of worlds um 
but I don't know. It would it would be it would be a step that they could take, I suppose. Um, but I suppose, like we said before, it, in both a good way and a bad way, because AMC's got the rights to this franchise, not just the main show, but to this franchise, they're not going to want to necessarily put a cure into their stories, and then. I mean, I mean, they kind of explored that with with well beyond, but um, it, in a way of like ending the franchise because they want to make more shows, and we like those shows, so we want to keep watching them. Um, but if you were to say to like MC about how, hey, like, are you going to end the franchise by introducing a cure? They might sort of think no, because we can keep making more mm-hmm. um, shows, but then. I I couldn't really see an end an ending given how much this is all expanded into different shows. I couldn't really see an ending of The Walking Dead where it's just a scene where a character makes a vaccine and then you just end because you've still got the world ongoing and you've still got like other countries and things. Um, yeah. Which I, which I'm very curious to explore with the Daryl going to France thing and see where that goes. Um, but it, it's it's another step that they could take. Just depends on how they uh, approach it. So. Yeah. Um, Alright, that's what we've got for you for this week's episode. Um, just four left to go. We're slowly getting towards, I say, the end. Um, th- there's a lot of ideas out there, that uh, uh, ones that I agree with, which is that this, the ending of the show will probably feel like it's an ending for some characters, but just more passing the torch to the spin-offs, which you do have to still set those up. Those are still happening. Um, so I, want, I wonder how much of an ending it'll actually feel like. Um... What do you what, what do you kind of think of what that's going to maybe feel like? Well, yeah, we've talked a little bit about this before. Is that that that's sort of the problem because of all the spin-offs? You, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Game of Thrones sort of managed that. I mean, we said regardless of what you think of that final season of Game of Thrones the last few moments of that episode, you might not agree of who ended up where, uh, and you know, who ended up on the iron throne and all that, which I entirely understand, but they, they did quite a good job of telling you, okay, this is where these characters are now. Mm -hmm. Um, as well as setting up the possibility of, well, we could go off in this direction or that direction, or, you know, they like, you've got one character that's going off to explore what's West of Westeros. And that potentially gives you the opportunity to... They didn't, but it would potentially give you the opportunity to follow... If you wanted to pick her up to follow that character. But if you don't, that's also fine. Um, So you've got... And and you've got, like, you know, one person ruling the North. You've got, you know, somebody behind the wall. You've got these people who are in charge of the main, like, Westeros now. So they... They did a reasonable job of going. Okay, we've we've got a, an end for these characters, but we have got a few threads we can pull if we wanted to, without it feeling like you have to. And I think they can probably do that with this. Um, th- but equally, they've also announced a bunch of spin-offs anyway. So if you don't get a complete end to say Daryl's story, you know, or something that that feels like it's a sort of rounding off of Daryl's story. That's fine because we know that there is a spinoff coming already. Whereas with the game of Thrones stuff, we didn't know what the spinoffs were going to be at that point. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think there is a, there is a way you can do it. 
and give a satisfying conclusion without sort of saying, okay, we're never going to have to see these characters again. Um, and still make it feel satisfactory, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see where, where all of it goes. Um, anyway, we'll be back next week to cover the next episode. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on Entertainment Talk. Uh, .org and your favourite podcast platform, search for Entertainment Talk uh, TV, games, films, main eye podcast take a look at what we're doing over on there um, for all of that, if you want to support Entertainment Talk in the podcast in other ways, you can of course just tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it, uh, social media, tell people on those platforms as well, Patreon $5, $10 level tiers for the free podcast review options, take a look out for that as well if you'd like to TV and film news, uh, Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays, uh, geektown.co.uk. Uh, Geek Town Radio returned this week. David, what's going on over there? Uh, yes, you were on the show this week. So was, um, yeah. we did quite a lot of reviews this week. We did Black right. Adam, uh, you did Cyberpunk Edge Runners. We talked about The Peripheral, which is a brilliant new um, show on Prime video from the people behind Westworld and it's very much behind <laughs> feels like it's behind from the people behind Westworld uh, we did uh, we talked about Harley Quinn you did Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 we talked about the Doctor Who episode uh, the finale of She-Hulk so there was lots and lots of stuff in there plus there was a bunch of news and air dates and all that sort of stuff in there as well so there was there was lots on the show this week but that's episode 361 and that is up on geektown.co.uk and also uh, on whatever podcast platform you prefer so you can go and find that there there has been some interesting dc news this well so uh, there's an article up about who is now in control of the dceu and uh, well the whole of dc basically at this point so um, there was some news on that there was a trailer for the God- guardians of the galaxy holiday special that's gone up there was some doctor who news uh highlights for paramount plus lots and lots of things but that's all on the main website go to geektown.co.uk for all that Nice. So, yep, check that out. Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio on Tuesdays. Uh, Bex is also involved in this stuff. Uh, you can find her over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. She's streaming different games and doing chat streams as well, so go and check out what she's up to over there. Me, you can find me on Twitch as well, UK for my different gaming streams. Um, it's a bit unclear at the moment when Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is going live. There's been different sort of times reported. It's supposed to be out on Friday the 28th but what it, what time exactly it goes live is uh i don't know it, it's going to be thursday slash friday even though there was a 1.0 update that got released yesterday which was on a tuesday so um i will i'll stream the first part of me playing the multiplayer for that when it goes live at whatever point um but if you want to see me do my final uh stream for modern warfare 19 that's available on youtube long stream there and also clipped the uh, the final kill that I did. Um, if you want to see the first hour of the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, I also streamed that as well. You can also find that in the same place, which is YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. That's where everything gets archived and, and stored and all that type of stuff. And uh, that's it for now. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll be back next time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>